We absolutely love partnering with Sharpier's Bakery. Aaron Moso has been selling bread, fresh baked bread, to locally owned and operated restaurants six days a week for 36 years. Yes, her father started the company 36 years ago, and Aaron took it over uh, five years ago, and it is doing amazing things. I have so many guests that come in the studio that are like, I love Sharpies. They save me so much time, and the bread is so good. So we, uh, we've got round buns, specialty round buns, dinner rolls, hoagies, baguettes. They do cheesecake. They do flourless chocolate torts. They do specialty loaf breads and regular loaf breads and bullies, sourdough, long Tuscan, wheat, multigrain. They got everything. You should go check them out at sharpies.com. That is sharpies, C-H-A-R-P-I-E-R-S.com. Or you should give them a call at 615-356-0872. Supporting local is so damn important. And Aaron Moso and all of our friends over at Sharpies Bakery do that daily. Give her a call right now. We are joined with Jason Ellis from Supersource Nashville. They have been a sponsor for this podcast for almost three years. We are so honored to work with them. This is a great company and a great man. Jason, what can people expect if they give you a call? First off, they just got to give us a call. Um, we'll come out, do a complete audit of their facility, see in which ways we could help them approve, if any, um, and see what we can do as far as helping them save some money. So the first thing they got to do is just give us a call, 770-337-1143, or they can email me directly at jellis at supersourceinc.com. We'll come out, take a look at your operations, see in which ways we can help. That's amazing. So if you're out there right now listening to this, call Jason Ellis or email him today. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still, and we are powered by Gordon Food Service. Super excited to have you here for our special Valentine's Day edition of The Roundup. Today, uh, we are joined with Sean Porter, a.k.a. Big Daddy from Daddy's Dogs. Caroline was not feeling well, and she didn't want to infect everybody, uh, and we appreciate that. So, we got Sean to come in, and he is co-hosting today, and we just we just kind of catch up. We just kind of shoot the shit and have a good time, and uh, we tell you about what's happening out there on Valentine's Day. We talk about the origin of Valentine's Day. We talk about all kinds of stuff. We are joined briefly by Andy from Bad Luck Burger Club. He called in to, uh, to say his few words, and uh, at the end of the day, Sean signed the door. And if you go to our Instagram page and our post about this, you can see Sean signing the door and our special door here signed by all the guests that come in. It's a lot of fun. I want to do two quick announcements. One is uh, we're very excited. We talk about this in the show that Alex Ballou, the former owner of uh, Dallas and Jane, won Hell's Kitchen. Our Nashville guy, Murfreesboro guy, wins Hell's Kitchen. We're very excited for him. We had him on the show on April the 8th, 2020, less than a month in the pandemic. On the show, you see, he says uh, he lost his restaurant due to the pandemic. And in this episode, we talk about what he was going through at the start of the pandemic. So it's a real interesting episode. If you want to go back and listen, April 8th, Alex Ballou, chef owner, the former Dallas and Jane, and now Hell's Kitchen winner. 
Uh, I've talked to Alex, and hopefully we'll get him on the show here real soon. He can kind of tell about his experience. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Also, want to give you guys a heads up. We talk about things to do on Valentine's Day, but after Valentine's Day, we I know we all work on Valentine's Day, and it is a busy, busy, busy week. But Thursday night, there's a very special event happening, and it's a benefit for the Giving Kitchen. I will be there. I bought tickets like a month ago, the day they announced. I was so excited. There's a chef takeover at Star Rover Sound, which is Ford Fry's new place, and it is with Gracie Nguyen who is the chef and owner of her and Chad Newton own uh, Eastside Bon Me and Eastside Pho. And this is a Gracie Nguyen and Ford Fry chef takeover, February 16th. Doors open at 6.30. It's three courses. There's cocktail pairings. There's live music from Stevie Redstone. Uh, it's $150 a ticket, but all proceeds are going to the Giving Kitchen. You guys have heard us have Jen Heidinger Kendrick on the show. She is amazing. Her story is amazing. Uh, the Giving Kitchen helps people in this industry who need help, who've had accidents, who are going through cancer scares, whatever it might be. They will help those people in their time of need. So this is a very, very good event. I talked to Chad that there's a couple tickets available. You should grab tickets. I'd love to meet you. If you buy tickets and you're there, please come by and say hi to me. I'll be there with my wife celebrating Valentine's Day. So, But I would still love to meet you if you are there. Uh, so yeah, so go to starroversound.com and you can see the events. There's a chef takeover. Buy your tickets now before they are gone. This is a great way to treat yourself since we're all working on Valentine's Day. All right, let's jump into this episode right now. Uh, this is the Roundup Valentine's Day edition with Sean Big Daddy Porter. Welcome to the Valentine's Day edition of the Roundup. Uh, I am joined here in studio with my good friend Sean Porter. You may know Sean as Daddy from Daddy's Dogs. Here I am. Daddy's Welcome, sir. Here. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio's The Roundup. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to get us going live as well on Earth. There it is. Sweet. If you are out there listening right now, if you're watching, we would love... So this is our Valentine's Day episode. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. We would love to hear what you have going on. So if you like... Um, if you have something in your restaurant that is a Valentine's Day special, anything cool that's going on, if you have a funny story about Valentine's Day, something that happened to you on Valentine's Day or something that happened... At your restaurant on Valentine's Day, we would love to have you uh, talk about it. Oh, um, man. On the well, show. Anybody it, out there? It's Valentine's Day is the best for us. It's so funny nowadays. Um, you know, winning most romantic dinner two years in a row. Now, is it most romantic dinner or most romantic restaurant? It's most romantic dinner. Okay, so it's the most romantic dinner. Yeah. And they were in reference to Daddy's Date Night. I think, so. yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, they pitch it so it's like seems like it's restaurant, but we've just kind of gone with dinner because we know we're not, you know, we can't be a super romantic 24-7, 365. But for a, for a week out of the year, we can. I mean, how many people's first date, their first meal together was at 1 o'clock in the morning on Broadway and they had a Daddy's Dog? 
Quite a few. We're now we're getting to the point, you know, we've been around long enough where the dates have turned into engagements and then the engagements have turned into like, hey, I want you at the wedding. Like, let's we're going to have you be the late night food. We, you know, after the bar, after whiskey jam, we came by the cart. And so it's kind of like a whole full circle romance thing. We do a lot of weddings Um, and I'll you know, I'd probably say 20 percent of them. There's some sort of story that's like we'd always go by your spot after we met. That's amazing. It's awesome. It's crazy. I would never have, like, really pictured that for us, you know, when we started. It wasn't even a thought. How many years have you been doing hot dogs in Nashville? Six and a half now. Six and a half years. Yes, you're going that full circle thing. I was telling somebody on an airplane the other day. I went to uh, snowboarding last week. Nice. And um, somebody was talking about hockey. And they goes, Nashville Nashville seems like there's hockey. And I go, Nashville's amazing because... We've had hockey now for 25 years. Yeah. So kids have grown up their entire life as Nashville Predators fans. Mm -hmm. And now we have like this base of like kids that grew up with hockey in their city and they have been playing hockey their entire lives. And now we keep adding rinks because hockey's become part of our culture. And that's, I think that there's a similarity there with the hot dog. Like people are eating hot dogs late at night and they're associating that with their love and what goes on. And now they're doing weddings. Like it's, it's, yeah you stick in it long enough it comes full circle it's crazy it's it's a lot of fun you know and uh i always say like when i started this thing it's gone in so so much further than i thought it would um (laughs) from just a little cart but uh yeah it's 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 lovely to be a part of and it's always fun to like you know see oh this is the dogs we're gonna do and they make like a dog together and we do a whole thing for weddings that we send out with it and So it's a lot of, you know, it's just, we have fun with it. You know, I I really feel like what you do is is awesome, but you do hot dogs, right? So it's not this super, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, in the chef world, it's not like a super chef-y thing. I mean, you guys do a lot of really cool stuff with your hot dogs. You, You dress them up really well. I think your branding and your marketing and your culture is so unique that it's almost impossible to fail. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, but how much work do you put in? I mean, like, you have this whole persona. I mean, everywhere yeah. you go, you're yeah. like Dolly Parton. You don't get to <laughs> like Dolly. Uh, Stephen, uh, the guy who owns our restaurants, he he says, you know, Dolly Parton's always Dolly Parton. Yeah, everywhere she goes, she's not ever to sneak into a movie anywhere. She's Dolly Parton everywhere exactly. she goes. <clears throat> you're Sean Big Daddy Porter everywhere you go. Yeah, everywhere in Nashville. In Nashville, um, and hopefully soon everywhere else but um no i you know it's a double-edged sword but i'd rather ride that edge than the other one you know it's it's uh it's a lot of fun and you know i had a big group of guys just come down like 15 of my best friends just like flew down surprised me i had no idea they've been working out for like four months and they presented me with this trophy man of the year it's like this you know it's two feet tall it's got a it's gold and all this kind of stuff. And That's badass. Everyone was wearing these yellow suits. We're like, we're going to Broadway. I think I remember seeing that on your social media. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was the craziest thing. It was so much fun. And uh, we just tore it up. Like just, you know, 15 dudes. We came in hot. And uh, afterwards, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's daddy, blah, blah, blah. And afterwards, I felt like I went back and gave gift cards to all the bartenders. I was like, sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You know, and uh, it, it, you know, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, it has its perks, too, which is nice. 
So Nashville, I don't go downtown. Yeah. I don't I don't drink. So going down to Broadway is it just doesn't do anything for yeah. me. And plus I live here and I've done it a thousand times. Totally. As somebody who lives here, it's probably been you're down there all the time because you work and you've got carts and all these different things. Mm-hmm. How was the experience for you to go down to Broadway and just kind of let loose and party? Was it like, were you able to get into that whole vibe in the moment and just do it? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, that group of guys especially, like, they bring it out of you. Even, you know, we... So, uh, Dirk Bentley's bar gave us a whole... Yeah, Whiskey Row. They gave us a whole VIP lounge. They brought in, like, a girl that had, like, a sparklers and a sign that just said, Yes, Daddy. And, like, (laughs) you know, they're like... we're doing bottle service and shots and all this kind of stuff. And I don't drink a ton anymore. So like, you know, we're going for it. And then we went straight from there to 1230 club and like, we're standing outside of 1230 club and the band's going and they're killing it. And everyone's just like sitting in their seats, like having like cordial conversations across the table, you know, the band's background. We just come in 15 deep right up to the stage and everyone just looks like what the fuck is going on (laughs) and uh you know the band is like oh yeah and then like everybody just gets up and we just flipped it and you know flipped the whole vibe of that place basically stayed like three songs and then rolled out to the next place they're like no don't leave yeah no but i mean even after we were leaving like everyone was still up and going and you know then we kind of that's what that was our mo we went to almost every bar down there that would let us in. Tootsies wouldn't let us in with my trophy. They're like, you can't come in with the trophy. And I was like, well, there's 15 of us, bro. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I guess you don't like money. <laughs> no, but, he, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't care. <laughs> well, his other bars let us in, which is the funny part. It was just Tootsies. That's odd. I know. Whatever. But Yeah, what do you do? But that, that's, I've, I've, you see what happens downtown. And I have zero issues with what goes on on Broadway. I think it's awesome what happens on Broadway. Because people just, you know, I think there's some people that complain about Broadway. But I'm like. Oh, yeah. They never go. But I'm like, well, I'm not going down there. That's a bunch of. But, like, if you ever go to, like, after a press game, if you just go walk down, like, the middle of Broadway because they block it off on the weekends. Yeah, it's the best. People are having more fun. Like, it's it's like Vegas. I mean, people, I mean, really, there's just people having a blast everywhere. It's Vegas. That's so cool. It's like it's like Vegas, but it, it's way less sloppy. Like I go to wow. Vegas every year, and there's it's so Vegas is so much sloppier than Nashville. I just I was in Reno this oh. past weekend. Okay, and um, I'm in Tahoe too. I mean, yeah. like the casinos there and just the whole thing, and it's just like it's just it, I guess it was because it was there was a ton of snow on the ground it was just like this black dirty snow yeah and, but like everything smelled like smoke mm-hmm. and it was just it's like a different world it was just kind of gross honestly yeah. I mean in some of those type places but Nashville does a good job keeping it clean and yeah you know doing the I, thing. everyone like that's one of the people things that people always bitch about for down there but I'm always like go to any other big city and like you see way way sketchier shit and you see you know go to walk down seattle at three in the morning through like pioneer square and they're like party district and you're gonna you're like what the hell's going on here you know i'll wait till we legalize weed it'll be a lot better yeah hey uh if you're out there watching right now if you're watching live we'd love to hear your valentine's day story you can join the show there's a link in the comments right now you just click on that link if you've got a phone or somewhere that's quiet we'd love to have you uh <laughs> 
We uh, oh, what did he say? One of your burger boys just jumped in. Uh, here I'll put it up on the screen. I don't know who who it is from the Bad Luck Burger Club. Oh, it's that. He says, Devil "Oh, Andy. I'm Daddy, and I'm from Seattle." Blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, Burger Boys. He's talking shit to you oh, on they the show. Talk shit. I love those guys. He was just, you know, it's funny because he was just talking about the door in our studio. Yeah. We have a door in the studio. Ask everybody to sign. And Bad Luck, Bad Luck Burger Club signed a whole section of the door. A whole section. It won't be just Bad Luck there anymore. My favorite thing is in our interview with Bad Luck Burger Club, I asked him, I said, what is the best burger in town? And he said, well, ours is the best burger in town. And then we, he said the green chili burger over at Redhead Strangers, very good. Mm-hmm. And we ended up actually going after the interview. We all went to Redhead Stranger and ordered just like one of everything on the menu and tried it all. And it was like the best time ever. Heck yeah. So Brian Lee Weaver heard this and he was on, I brought him on the show, you know, two weeks later or whatever. And if you look right above the Bad Luck Burger Club, right to the right there, what does it say? I can't read it. It says best burger in Nashville at Redhead Stranger, (laughs) Brian Lee Weaver. So he wrote right next to the belly, but he has the best burger. He's got a great burger, for oh, sure. Oh, man. It is so legit. Is I don't think they one. would argue that much. Would you guys argue? Do you guys want to come on and, and, and do this? All you have to do is click the link. You can join the show. We'd love to hear your opinion. We're talking Valentine's Day today. We're talking all kinds of stuff today. Yeah. We're just, this is the roundup, so we don't have an agenda. This is just a... We're just chatting. Let's just chat. People get sh- to listen in on our conversation. Shooting the schnoz. So since it is the Valentine's Day episode of the yeah. roundup... Uh, <laughs> okay uh he says i thought a li- <laughs> he was at bad luck Bur- he was at redheaded stranger yesterday a lady thought i was sean yesterday while i was at redheaded stranger <laughs> of course she- so now he's taking up for you yeah is andy who is this he's going around town impersonating me he's a little impersonator that oh, andy man. oh 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 there he is can we hear you yet? I can't hear I him. cannot hear you. I, I, I can kind of hear you. He says, can you hear me? It's coming through on. Hold on. The real daddy Andy. has joined the, the show. Real I daddy. love his name. All right, let me hold on one second. I'm going to get you on the sound. I don't think my speakers are on the right thing. Hold on. Everybody who's listening to this is like, what the hell? No, it's, it's on. We're there. Andy. Look at the beard. Look at we are that we are being inundated by beards. How come I can't hear you, Andy? We're gonna come back with Andy from Bad Luck Burger Club right after this word from our sponsors. What Chefs Want has been serving locally owned and operated restaurants for almost twenty years. They've been in town almost twenty years. Can you believe that? It's almost like what would I do without what chefs want? Some people still know them as Creation Gardens. They're really amazing. So they changed their name to What Chefs Want because that's what they are. And so many people in the other industries, like, how do you guys do it? Let me tell you what they do. They truly want to be what chefs want. They do that by no minimums. What do chefs not want to do? They want to have to buy an entire case of something if they don't need it. They want daily delivery. They want Sunday deliveries. And guess what? What chefs want? Check. Done. 24-7 customer support. Call, text, chat, email, anytime from anywhere. They take a team approach to serving you. 
You can call them right now at 502-587-9012. The other great thing about them is they have such a diverse line of products. Their chefs have access to thousands of lines of items across many different categories that allow them to receive fresh product daily. This type of flexibility allows chefs with the ability to offer and test new items on their menu with ease. That is the definition of being what chefs want for locally owned and operated restaurants. The logistics are second to none. They do just such an amazing, amazing line. Full line of dairy, produce. They have fresh meat, fresh seafood, uh, broadline backup to go packaging, specialty, gourmet. I mean, they just do it all. Fresh cut meat. They're really, really amazing. So if you want to get involved, if you're not using what chefs want, then Check them out at whatchefswant.com and sign up today. To me. Let's try this. Me? Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh, we're partying, dude. What's happening, brother? And I don't know. I just uh, about lost it a second ago with all that. Uh, could y'all hear all the crazy delays going on there? No. Like, like when y'all were talking and when I was talking, it sounded like I was coming out of your speakers and y'all were coming out of your speakers. And then your microphone was uh, picking it up and coming back to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's a crazy routing issue. But um, I, I I don't have anything to talk about. But I don't have that. I was just coming on here to try to give Sean a hard time. Because, <laughs> you know, that is my life goal. Yeah. So tell us the story. You were a redheaded stranger and somebody thought you were Sean. Yeah, dude. Um, we were... <laughs> We long story short is we were talking to a real estate guy about a piece of property over there, and uh, this lady walked up and was like, uh, "Did you, did Daddy's dogs buy this place? Because I wanted to buy this place. I wanted to put a restaurant here." And I was like, I, "No, Daddy's dogs didn't buy the place. I'm not Daddy, and you can talk to that guy about uh, buying this place if you want." <laughs> you know, she seemed really aggressive about it. And I was like. Yo, if you want this, it's yours. <laughs> was he another hot dog guy? Uh, no, nah, it was some lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> just some lady. That, some uh, lady. Isn't it amazing how people like to just tell you stuff like that? Yeah. I was going like, well, then why didn't you? Yeah. I always say you got to have more of a Nike attitude. Like, just do it. <laughs> you do it, dude. Just do it. Just do it. What are, what are you boys doing? What are y'all talking about? You know, as you know, I assume we're talking about the Daddy's Dogs Valentine's Day party. And as a patron, I will just let all the listeners know that I have been once before. And even though that Sean is my mortal enemy, and I will take him down one day, I do have to say that it was a very great and pleasant experience. I got a gift bag full of a lot of cool stuff. Um, cool there was a shot. condom in there and, um, you know, a Polaroid picture. Old daddy made an appearance in the picture himself uh, with all kinds of some lab can and stuff. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what they're giving away this year, but last year was prime. The food was great. The entertainment was awesome. Heck yeah. Go give daddy all your $69. And, $69. Um, <laughs> It's 99 this year, Andy. It's 99 this year. Oh, it's 99? Oh, okay. It must be up in the value, dude. We're trying, man. We're trying to make well, it more of an experience. It's the best romantic dinner in Nashville. Yeah. I mean, you can come on, man. For 99 you bucks a couple. Yeah. You know, per couple? Go. It's yeah. not per person? No, it's a couple. Oh, that's even better than $69. Yeah. I do like the $69 thing. Right. 
That had to be intentional. It was, yo, for sure. I'm like, come on. For sure. It was like people were, uh, my, it was more of my staff was like, it's not 69 bucks this year? What the heck? And I, it was just made me laugh. And we're going to make a third more this year. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know if you've heard of this thing called inflation, but it's yeah. happening it and it's went real. About the same amount. Yeah. We got to do it. Andy, what's going on with the uh, Bad Luck Bird Club? Let's give you some plugs, man. Oh man, you know I'm not I'm not trying to steal anybody's limelight. You know we're just out here in the world selling cheeseburgers. Uh, you know one day at a time. Uh, you know making making people's dreams come true, eating our salty, tasty, meaty goodness. Um, we we have a pretty set schedule these days. I, this is the one thing I'll promote, and then you know whatever. Uh, we. We're not going to bounce around on willy-nilly anymore. We have a set schedule. We're at the same place every Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that, that'll make it easier for people to come find us. Um, so, you know, check the schedule. Pick your neighborhood, your place that you like to see us at. And uh, come eat burgers. That's it. There it is. If you enter the west side, I'm going to slash your tires. I was going to say, please come you to the west side. I'm there every Saturday uh, for dinner at Harding House, six to nine. Um, you know, come get a entree. Come get a an appetizer from me. No, no, no. Good appetizer from from Daddy, and then come to the headlining show and get a burger from me. No, 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 no. I'm the Glastonbury. <laughs> Go to your opener and then come see the headliner. I'm the Glastonbury here. Shots fired. You're just the slam dunk festival, Andy. I'm going to get you, yeah, Burger you Boy. Know. I'll take it. You know, I, 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 I did a walk and talk with Jason, Sean's media guy the other day. He's trying to steal um, my crew things, now. <laughs> I go on things called walk and talk, so I just walk and talk with random people. And me and Jason went on one, and I told him the other day, I said, man, I'm coming for you on Instagram. We're at like 15,000 followers. And I think they're at like 24, 25,000. I said, I'm coming for you. And one day I'm going to beat you and I'm going to have more followers than you. And when I do, you are going to rue the day, dude. It's going to be awful because I'm going to go crazy on the internet that day. Oh, no, no, no. It won't happen. It will never happen. And there's 24 <laughs> Nashvillians that love me. Maybe we should do an Instagram follower contest. Whoever gets the most followers over the next, you know, 20 days should, I think you guys should have to arm wrestle or something. I think whoever gets the most new followers in the next 30 days, the other one has to come work a shift at the other one's place. <laughs> uh, we could do that. I've, it, already, I've already worked a shift for Sean before. Uh, yep. He has actually he came out and enrolled some doggies for uh, New Year's Eve. Was it New Year's Eve or Fourth of July? Well, you know, one would be very cold, one would be very hot, It'd be un unmistakable. Yeah. Do we lose Andy? Yeah. Oh no, Andy's still. I here. don't know. I'm here. Oh. He's like, you I can't don't know, man. That quick, bud. Golly, <laughs> he's been trying. I know. Jesus, guy, <laughs> he's everywhere. I can't man. get rid of him. Can't get rid of me, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of here. I got, I got stuff to do. I just wanted to get on here and tell the both of you that I do love you and I appreciate all you do for all of us out here in the world trying to eat food. You know, without people like you, we would all die because we wouldn't be able to eat food. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. But it's all a ruse yeah. because I, you're just trying to win the people over. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Uh, the Battle of the Beards. This is my favorite. <laughs> Man, y'all have a good day, dude. Hey, do you, uh, do you have Do you have big Valentine's what? Day plans yourself? Um, I don't. I don't. You know, Sean, don't get mad at me. I had a great time at your spot last year. Um, Rachel's favorite restaurant in the world is Butcher and Bee. So we're going to Butcher and Bee for Valentine's Day this year. Um, uh, you know, I love Chris and Brian and all of them over there. They do great stuff too. So you got to spread it around, you know. Maybe next year we'll be back at Sean's and it'll probably be like $169 if he just keeps getting bigger <laughs> and bigger. You can still incorporate the 69 right, if you do that. Exactly. 169 Right. Well, Andy, have fun at Butcher and Bee and get the whipped feta because it's delicious. Oh, yeah, that whip Betty's so good, dude. Yeah. The Dream Weaver. All right, man. Oh, yeah, the Dream Weavy. All right, I got to go. Love you See guys. you, brother. Have Love you, too. Bye. That guy. He's the best. I w- I've talked with him. I want to do, I don't think it'll ever happen, but I always thought it'd be funny. There was this boxing match that happened. It was like the rumble on the row, and it was like music executives would like do an exhibition you want to do a boxing match with him i want to do like a wwe restaurant like rumble where you have like owners from like 10 different restaurants do like an act kind of scripted wwe like battle royale i think it'd just be hilarious i think it'd be awesome if you like the the president at cisco versus like the president at u.s foods or oh, something. i love that battle <laughs> like to the the, death please the like, battle of i'll throw the knives in the fire like, line. let's go Golly, those are some of my worst enemies. I feel like it would be amazing just to see like the lead, like the the guy, and you know Kevin Huracan from Cisco yeah. versus. God, that'd be awesome! Oh my goodness, I think you'd have a pretty good uh, show. Follow people would show up for that. I think it'd be funny. Hey, let's talk. Fun. Let's talk about Valentine's Day. Let's talk about love. Yeah, love. L O V E. Do you know the origin of Valentine's Day? I have no idea. Would you like to get into the educational portion yeah, of this go. episode? So I was wondering yesterday, I said, we're going to do an episode on Valentine's Day. I wonder, obviously there's a St. Valentine. Okay. That, have you heard that before? Yeah, I've heard of that. I always just thought it was like Hallmark made it up. Uh, that's my that's my theory is that somebody went, we need to make some more money. We own a greeting card company. Let's what, create, let's create saint, a holiday. What saint sounds good Yeah. in this book of saints here? All right, so there's two stories here. Okay. And they're all very murky because they happen in the third century. All right. Right. So I think this is all part of the Hallmark plan. Like, we'll create some story about the third century. It'll be great. So St. Valentine was a priest in third century Roman times, uh, and he performed marriages. And Emperor Claudius, who was the person who ran uh, the the Roman Empire. Okay. Is that a thing? Yeah. My history is fucking terrible yeah i don't know any of these people but there's gonna be people out there listening going it's not the roman empire damn it that's whatever oh probably that that's immaterial for this story in my opinion emperor claudius decided that young single men needed to go to battle let's go he did not like when young men got married and had children he did not want married people with children going into battle okay he did not believe in that so his antidote to this was to outlaw marriage to any man under 25 or whatever. I don't know what the young men back in those days were. I made that number up. That means nothing. Young men were not allowed to get married. 
Okay. They needed to be in the, the they need to go to battle. Mm-hmm. So he made it a law. Well, this did not go over well with St. Valentine. St. Valentine decided that um, I'm still going to, I believe in love. He said, St. Valentine, this, he said emphatically, I believe in love. And I'm going to continue to perform marriages on anybody who's in love. Okay. So he continued to marry young men and women who were in love. Then Emperor Claudius found out about this and was very, very upset, as you can imagine. Cut his head off. That's what I thought. Yeah, he was a martyr. He died a martyr. Uh, St. Valentine continued to perform marriages, and then Emperor Claudius chopped his head off. So do we celebrate on the day of his death? I I did. How romantic would that be? Well, many say that February is the month of, of love, like it's a month for love. Yeah. Probably because it's the shortest Shortest month of the month. I I don't know. It's the thing. Yeah. Story number two. St. Valentine was helping Christians escape from Roman prisons. This was a saint. Roman prisons, they're very tough on Christians in the Roman prisons. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they were were very, very tough. So St. Valentine was was helping them escape. Well, he got caught, right? As they do. He's not a good criminal. He's a priest. Mm -hmm. Right? So he was jailed. In, uh, in, and he was put in jail with the other Christians. And while he was in jail, he fell in love mm. with a man named Steve. Okay. <laughs> with the jailer's daughter. Okay. Fell in love with the jailer's daughter. And it was a forbidden love because it was the jailer's daughter and they were secret about it. Yep. And so he would write her love letters. And in love, love, love letters, he would write, from your valentine. Mm, so because, is that where we got giving Valentine's people? So that's the second story as to where you give gifts from your Valentine mm. to somebody that you love. Maybe it's forbidden love. I, I don't know. This is third century. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck was happening back then. I wasn't alive. <laughs> I wasn't even thought of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so that's, there it is, folks. If you're wondering the history of Valentine's Day, I still contend it was made up by like Hallmark. But I don't know. I could be wrong, or whatever company yeah. came before. Yeah, I bet Hallmark makes a grip on Valentine's. I saw the best TikTok the other day, and it was this like you know grainy video, which they obviously planned it. But it was two people, an older couple. They're standing in the greeting card section of the okay. grocery store, and they're both picking out cards. And finally, they both picked out a card. They looked at each other. They handed each other the card. They read it, and they went. Oh, they gave each other a hug, then put it back in the thing, and they left. That's the way to do it. And I was like, "That is, that's pretty, that's pretty legit." Yeah, just Let's not spend dick. seven dollars. Let's go there, read it, and go. I mean this. Yeah. Also, I'm not going to write on the card. Here you go. Now you don't have to find a place to put it. You have to keep it. There's no awkward. Just, just put it back in the thing. Thank you. I'm it means steal a lot. that. I'm just going to say, hey, let's go to Target. You can pick out the gift you want. I don't even have to think about it then. And we'll, I'll get you a card that we'll read, and I'll put it back on the shelf. We'll save seven bucks. So you're in a relationship? I am. So I've been married for 17 years. Okay. And I feel like Valentine's Day to me has like evolved. Yeah. Well, like when you're young and in love, like it's real easy to do Valentine's Day Mm because like every day is Valentine's Day. And then you go into a second phase of your relationship where you have children. And we have two kids after nine years of having children and there's a, a lot, you kind of forget sometimes to be like romantic and do mm-hmm. special little things. So I, this year I'm kind of like, oh, look, Valentine's Day. I'm going to, that's pretty cool. Like I'm going to try. Yeah. 
Totally. Mine has evolved just because now I went from, you know, we'd go out every, you know, at the beginning of our relationship. Um, and then now I'm working every Valentine's Day. That's um, a thing, too. How many years have you been in a relationship? Uh, we've been dating. She's going to kill me if I get it wrong. Like five and a half years. Okay, well, that's a pretty healthy amount of time. Yeah. I'm not going to ask the question, though. Yeah, please don't. I'm not going to do it. Cool. When are you guys going to have kids? Uh, <laughs> no kids for me. Uh, that vasectomy video was from experience, so. So you you went ahead and did it? Yeah, yeah. I did it, you know, I guess a long time ago. Um, I just knew I didn't want kids, and I didn't want to have to have that, like, awkward more conversation with whoever it was going to be. I wanted to just be like, well, I can't have kids. Sorry. It's off the table. Yeah. And then, you know, if she wasn't cool with that, wasn't the right girl. You know, it's funny because I got a free hot dog from you guys. Oh, did you? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. There was quite a few folks that did. We had like almost 200 people come by. It was funny because it was a little awkward because I had just, I just done that procedure. Yeah. Right. We decided we're not going to have any more. It's a whole thing. We've got two. It's great. And so I went and did it, and like the next day, I read in, in the scene, whatever, free free hot dogs. Maybe had this section. My wife goes, "Hey, you should go get a free hot dog." And I was like, "You know what? I need to get out of the it house." Was milkshake, but yeah, was it a milkshake? Yeah, it was milkshake. Snip for shake is what we called it. <laughs> I could have sworn I got a free hot dog. Out Maybe of it. you did. You probably did. Just I don't know. I was there. I was like, I got to get something out of it. It was fun though. I went to the nations over there. Yeah, yeah, it's. That area has grown like crazy since we've gotten there. It's been crazy. It's been How, wild. What do you think the Nations is doing right now? Because, you know, Caroline, my co-host, is over there at Nikki's. And yeah. She's doing great right now. Her business has been really great. Yeah. And, um, I just went on Tuesday. <clears throat> you did? I did. How was it? It was great. It's always good. I love it. We we go quite often. My, one of my best friends uh, lives in the apartments across the street. Nice. And so when they first moved to town, we were going like, you know, they didn't have any of their stuff. They didn't have any of their cooking stuff. They were like, let's go to Nikki's. That was like their, our spot that we just went. Oh, Nikki's. It's so good, though. Yeah, it's so good. That They have like a butternut squash and hazelnut thing. And my girlfriend always gets it. And it's out of this world. Have you been over to Bringle's Smoking Oasis yet? I have. Yeah, I went over, I think, the first weekend they were open. We've been back a couple times. But great spot. I'm really happy to have Carrie in the neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like that neighborhood, It's I feel like it's taken longer yeah. than I thought it was going to take for yeah. it to blow up. But I think it's finally on that trajectory it's on that where it's going sure. in that direction. Maru just opened. Um, we're going to have a dog bar soon, which is going to be kind of cool. A d- what is a dog bar? It's like literally a bar. It's like a dog park bar kind of thing. Is it going where 51st Kitchen used to be? No. Because there's a dog park in front of, it's called El Paseo. El Paseo, yeah. That one, I think they're still open. I don't know. They have really weird hours. Um, <laughs> it's like the one spot I don't go to in the neighborhood. I feel bad. Um, but it's like over right across the street from Maru and okay. Silo Bend that's opening over there. Um, they just like broke ground and it's going to have like a turf area for your dog to run around. That's going to be all fenced in and, uh, it's going to have an indoor area where your dog can like hang out inside with you and they're going to have, and there's a bar. Yeah. So you can let your dog run around and you can enjoy a bar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to do food, but, um, it's looks like it's going to be a cool spot. That's badass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And then right across the way is 
you know, they're almost finished with, um, it's going to be a bunch of mixed-use stuff, some retail on the bottom, offices on top, and all that kind of stuff. So the neighborhood's just popping, which is great for us, you know. the comes with some struggles. Like right now, the whole road's torn up in front of our shop, so it's uh. like, you know, you got construction, and they're down to two lanes instead of four, and so it just kind of makes traffic madness, and parking becomes an issue and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But... Tell me about Daddy's date night. Yeah, man. We are so excited. It's going to be great. It's just about sold out. We uh, Tickets are still available. We opened more yesterday um, for Valentine's night itself. Um, we got a second tent, and so we're going to blow it out for that night and like nice. do more. And so we opened it up, got everyone on the wait list who was able, who hadn't already made plans. A bunch of the, them... Um, you know, have made reservations, and I think we've got about 20 left. So if you're out there, 20 resis left, Valentine's Day opened up. So uh, what's the dress for this event? Tell me tell me what, if I want to go to this thing, right? Yeah. What am I wearing? I mean, wear what you want. Wear what you would do a date, I guess. It's kind of up to the person how serious they want to take it. Like last year we had people full on, like, like they were going to prom attire. Yeah. Or just like, I mean, one guy was in like a full suit and his wife came in like a gown and it was like awesome. And then we, you know, have other people that show up in sweats and a, and a tank top. Yeah. And just <laughs> like, let's go. This is cool. Yeah. And, uh, so it's kind of just, what is there like want. a dance floor? No dance floor. It, we, it's kind of like more lounge. So, okay. Uh, we, we've got a little, you know, band that's going to be playing upright bass and, guitarist and then on valentine's it's gonna be a four piece which is gonna be really funny um how many nights are you doing this uh four so it's tonight is the opening night tomorrow uh, friday saturday and then monday tuesday we left the super bowl out because we did it last year on the super bowl and it was a dud why did they move that that uh, just frustrates me that they moved the super bowl to like valentine's weekend i know i've fuckers yeah, who knows? Maybe they're trying to get women more involved where it's like, hey, honey, let's go on a vacation for <laughs> Valentine's Phoenix Day. Phoenix is nice yeah, this time Phoenix of year. Phoenix is great. You know, Valentine's. We'll get your hair done. So is it a sit-down dinner? You sit yeah, down and sit it's down. five courses? Four it's courses? seated. It's, yeah, it's five courses. We're including drinks with the courses. So okay. um, you know, drinks, appetizer, uh, salad. Um, hot dog dessert. Okay. Yeah. Do you and get to pick your hot dog, or is it just like a... You get to pick your hot dog. We're doing a charcuterie dog that you can do as an appetizer. And so it's like goat cheese with pepper jelly, uh, Ritz crackers down the side, salami <laughs> down the other side, yeah. salami river, and uh, like a honey sriracha drizzle that we put on top. It's Ooh, really, really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's just going to have one toothpick in it. You know, for appetizer. Sounds like what you're doing is like you're taking this Valentine's thing and you're just making it approachable. For sure. I think that there's so much anxiety around Valentine's, especially if you're single. There's Galentine's Day. Mm -hmm. There's all these different things. It's like, why do I, because I'm not in a relationship with somebody, I think it brings a lot of this weird... But how easy to say, hey, do you want to go to Daddy's Dogs for the Daddy's Date Night? It'd be kind of chill, kind of casual, yeah. kind of fun... It isn't like I got to drop no $600 to yeah. eat dinner. Drinks are included. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like show up, just be you. Like, mm -hmm. I think that is the, I think that's 
that's the game right there. That's what you need to do. If you're a single guy, hey, do you want to go to daddy's date night with me? Like, what is that? Like, that's a hot dog place. Like, it's yep. It's very what, no pressure. Yeah, what a know? great way to like get to know somebody and just totally. kind of hang out. And you can feel them out. I'm like, is you know, is this their Valentine's vibe? You know, or are they, are they like okay expecting with this? like yeah going to STK kind of thing? You know, or whatever. Um, and then you can vibe that person out a little bit better. They're like, maybe that's your not your vibe either. So. Well, I think it's awesome. I want to get into some of the things that are happening around town on Valentine's Day. Cool. I, I don't know what they are. Um, I, I've done some research. I have I have a few different things that are okay. happening. I will give myself a plug because yeah. at Mayor Bowl, we are doing a Valentine's dinner, Valentine's night. It is a prefix meal Ooh. where we are doing uh, five courses, and it is $105 okay. per person. Yeah. And uh, that is without alcohol. That is just the food. But our chef Julius has put together an amazing menu, and I'm really excited to uh, to be there. I always like. I I think a slow restaurant is my least favorite place in the world. Yeah, yeah. I can't handle it. Yeah, it's like then you're finding stuff to do, and I the GM's yeah. there because I, I I'm the kind of guy that like if there's nothing to do and everything's going okay, I'll like break something so that I can fix it. Just knock the chili off and be like, oh, we got something to clean now. Like, I just, I will find stuff. And our GMs know it. They're like, hey, Brandon, shouldn't you go? <laughs> like, what do you mean? We got this, man. It's not really yeah. busy. You should probably go before you break something. Like, you're, cause you're, you have that look in your eye. Like, there's nothing for you to do. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. That's it. Cause I don't want to do that. I don't want to be yeah. the guy that comes in and breaks something. So, really busy nights. I'm really excited because there's just tons of shit to do. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Nothing You're more exciting hustling. than like a really busy restaurant that's like really just moving with intention. It's like yeah. my favorite thing in the world. And ours is like a challenge too. We've never we don't do seated stuff. So for my guys, they're used to just like, what do you want? You know, take it and go. And so it's like a little bit of like a choreographed thing. Yeah. Here's the, like here's the script. It? Yeah. You know, read it. Get used to it. Yeah. Run through it a couple times and then. Let's see how we can do it. And it's, you know, that's part of the cheekiness, I think, with going is because you're like, the service is good, but it's not going to be great. I'll, you know, it's like not going to be exceptional. It's just going to be because we're we're learning as we go. I've, yeah. I'd never worked in like a real restaurant before ever until, you know, this. And so I don't know how to do the seated thing. We're kind of just guessing. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's just that's part of the fun, you know. So there was an anti-Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day party at the sidebar. Oh, okay. Do you know where that is? Is it the Bodie Hotel or the Bode Hotel? The, the Bode, I think. The Bode. Yeah. They have a bar there called the Sidebar, and it's an anti-Valentine's Day party where they're doing like this sounds like a 90s night. rock themed like Okay. Oh, what's the band? Uh the like Blink 182. Yeah. It's called like Blink 187 or something that's like the actual cover band, band kind of thing. Yeah, but it's like black leather jackets and yeah. like anti Valentine's Day, which would be okay, a fun like anti scene like, kind of thing. You know, friends Valentine's Day. You know, if you have a bunch of people that are going out, yeah, go check out the anti Valentine's Day yeah. at the Bode Hotel. Uh, Skull's Rainbow Room's doing two for 250. Okay. They're, they have, they're doing like a tomahawk ribeye, oh, and they've okay. got live jazz. And are they doing, is that on a burlesque show, or is it just, uh, are they just doing jazz that night? I think it's just jazz. I think okay. it's just like a little more of a chill night. I don't nice. think they're doing burlesque that night. Gotcha. 
I don't know though. If you're out there and you uh, you know the difference, or if you're out there listening and you know something that's happening on Valentine's Day that you want to give a shout out to, just put it right here in the comments, like Andy from uh, Bad Luck Burger Club did, <laughs> and he just jumped right on the show like that. Wasn't as oh, easy as I would like it to be, but it worked out. Oh, let's see. We have Daddy's Date Night. That's on my list. You know, if you're a beer drinker, and I know that you are, mm -hmm. there is East Nashville Beer Works. Yeah. Is doing a uh, four-course dinner that's paired with beers. Okay. The East Nashville Beer Works, and that is going to be uh, $100 a person, I believe. Cool. For but like that, that's a different kind of a vibe too, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a different vibe. I think it would be. I don't think that's something they do every night either. So I think it'd be a little out of their wheelhouse and a little unique. And that uh, space is just so fun. Yeah, I love that area. The best. Yeah. Um, Rudy's Jazz Club. Okay, I bet that'd be a fun. Right one. over there in the Gulch. Um, our love is here to slay. Is what they're doing, and oh, it's a uh, this year to slay. It's like a yeah. I, I don't. They're doing a special Valentine's uh, event at Rudy's Jabs Club. Wish Thank I had you. more information on that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. One Kitchen at the One Hotel is doing a seventy-five dollar per person uh, deal. I will tell you that Nikki's Coal Fired is having a special dinner. I want to look up exactly what it is. I know that Caroline is here. She would be really eager to talk about what uh, is happening. Caroline, again, is, is under the weather a little bit right now. Well, I hope she feels better soon. I just went there on Tuesday, and it was delicious. It, it is always is. called Nikki Loves Roma. This is a Valentine's tasting menu. February 14th, seatings. There's two seatings, one at 5 and one at 7.30. It's $75 person. Re reservations are required. Okay. They're doing antipasta alla romana, bucatini carbonara, heart-shaped pizza, Come on. Yeah. That's great. Caroline, you're on fire. Uh, then chocolate raspberry tiramisu for dessert. Ooh. Uh, Palentine's Day. That's the uh, that's the other term. The friends. The Palentine's Day. Galentine's Day. Palentine's Day. I want to do, I think we should do like a Valentine's Day plus on the 15th. And it's for everyone who had to work on the 14th. That's what I was. I'm so I'm going to go to dinner on the 16th at Star Rover. Okay, which is that Ford Fry, and then Gracie Wynn is doing a. They're doing a Giving Kitchen um, charity event. Nice. Gracie from Eastside Von Me is yeah. going to be the the chef with Ford Fry. They're doing like a five course dinner. That'll be awesome. So that's my thing that I'm going to go do, and I'm really excited about it because I don't get to do anything on Valentine's Day. Yeah, we always I always take a little trip right after. Um, and it's kind of like the last hurrah for me before the busy season. So we're going up to Maine, which I'm excited about. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. What's in Maine? A friend of ours uh, is living up there for a couple of months at, a, at another friend, like a friend of a friend's place that they, like a cabin they had and was like, you guys want to come up like the week before we leave and hang out? So we're like, yeah, let's go. It's going to be super cold and snowy and fun. And I've never been to Maine. Beautiful place. That's I right here. That. I mean, all the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's probably one of my favorite uh, states, actually. Really? Yeah, I've been to 49. Which one have you not been to? Alaska. Yeah. Which is surprising because I'm from Seattle. And I want to take a cruise up and, like, do a cruise with all my the 15 guys that came down and uh, just go to, like, some fishing village and just tear it up. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I love that. I would love to do that too. Yeah, it would be. It, and be if a you want a, a tall guy to be the designated Come driver, on, let's do it. <laughs> I would love to go fishing in Alaska. Yeah, we just read this book called The Comfort Crisis, and he was in. Um, Who's in Alaska the whole time hunting caribou, and it seems very cold. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Middle of nowhere. I, sometimes I get into those like discovery shows of like the Alaska oh. way and the frontier and like with the Alaska the, bush people. Yeah, that one's crazy. Like these people just live up in the bush and are building stuff out of trees, and they're like living in tree houses and howling at the moon every night. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is are these going on? You know, ayahuasca. Yeah, <laughs> lots, exactly. of, lots of ayahuasca. Yeah. I imagine. Um, All right. Um, Sean, what else? What are we missing here, man? I don't know. I Just, don't, any other romance happening in town? Anyone have dating problems that uh, they That's a need whole separate solved? show. I know, right? We're looking now. Now we're an advice column. If you want <laughs> advice on your relationship. Yeah. This is Frasier Crane. It's a good show. It was a great show. It's coming back. Is it? Yeah, he's coming back. Really? Frasier's coming back. Do you uh do you have a favorite show that you watch? He's going to answer that question right after this word from our sponsors. We are supported by Robbins Insurance, a local insurance agency providing customized insurance policies, sound guidance and attentive service. Robbins Insurance is the go-to agency for hospitality professionals in Nashville. Listen, Robbins knows how hard industry professionals work every single day. They also know how devastating accidents can be, be it a grease fire that damages the kitchen, a severe storm that cuts off power, or a customer slip and fall incident. But with the extensive experience and the savvy to create a policy that protects your business from accidents like those, you can rest easy knowing that the work you've put in will not be for nothing. Visit Robin's website at robinsins.com to request a consultation or call Matthew Clements directly. His number is 863-409-9372. Protection you can trust. That's Robin's. Let's talk about the Wine View app. We all want to increase our wine sales in our restaurants, but wine, let's take it, is intimidating. It's intimidating for servers to learn. It's intimidating for our guests to learn if they don't know already. And it's intimidating to order wine if you don't know what you want. The WineView app has your solution. They are the only wine resource app guaranteed to increase wine sales in two months. Really? Wow, that's amazing. They, util they utilize customizable training tools to keep service staff recommending wine at every single table. WineView has a customer-facing component that restaurants will want to improve guest satisfaction while increasing wine sales. They customize your menus and wine pairings inside the app, making an ideal pre-shift training tool. Save time and combat staff turnover by streamlining your wine education processes and putting it into the palm of your server's hand. 80% of guests say they would drink more wine if it was recommended and or paired by their server. Think differently about your wine program. Empower your servers, streamline your training process, delight guests, and sell more wine. Download the WineView app today. It's a free download, and check it out. See what you guys think. And when you love it, give Nicole Masulo. She's local. She's right here in Nashville. She will come to your restaurant. She will help you. She will walk you through this thing. She's amazing. She's a sommelier herself. She can come in. If you have wine questions, if you just want to talk about your wine menu, give her a call. Her number is 615-969-5337. Now, press pause. Go get a pen and write this down. 615-969-5337. Give Nicole Masulo a call 
right now. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I love Seinfeld. I named my dog after, you know, little Jerry Seinfeld, the chicken. Um, I, so that's one of my favorites. Just kind of put on and, you know, forget about. Did you watch Hell's Kitchen uh, this past season? The Battle of the Ages. I'm going to give a spoiler alert. If you have not watched Hell's Kitchen, Battle of the Ages, the finale was just this past Thursday. Okay. I'm going to tell you who wins. I heard. So don't, don't, he if you turn off around, now. From around from here or around here. So yeah. So we've been talking about Hell's Kitchen and Alex Ballou the, the whole time. And I'm like, there's no way he doesn't win. And last night he won. Congrats to him. Like I said before, I mean, this is, uh, that's such an opportunity. And now it's like the real work begins, you know? Oh man. I, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a tough road, you know, that, TV world and celebrity world after uh, you have a lot of like hype to live up to and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm sure he's going to crush it. You know, the thing I think that's probably the hardest in all of that is not telling people that you won for the, cause the thing is that show wrapped in like October. Yeah. So when he first came on, then they took like a three week break during the holidays because they didn't put an episode on it. He's just got to sit over here. Like, I don't know what happened. Right. I don't know. I always, luckily, I, most of the shows I worked with when I was touring were all live shows. And so it was like, you know, you won American Idol live on TV. You knew. And you didn't have to have that wait period of you know, oh, however long. That's nice. Your wait period was like, hey, I made it to the top 10. And you couldn't tell, like, your little town of people. But it wasn't like the world, like, knew who you were yet. That's right. I, you know, I forget. I didn't go back and listen to our first episode, but you did a lot of you did touring with a lot of people, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I toured like for thirteen years, almost, and uh, yeah, toured with Chris Allen from Idol for a long time. I did L King. Um, she's Crushing in the country right world now, now yeah. man. I mean, I was working when her first record came out. We did, I worked that whole cycle with her, and like even before that, like we'd been pals just kind of coming up she opened for us um when i was out with michael kiwanuka who's also killing it right now yeah um and so she's great i'm super happy for her she's kind of having she's her career's ebb and flowed so much and i'm so glad that it's just flowing hard now she's one of those people i was really impressed with because I knew her music and I knew who she was and I thought of her as an individual as to who she was. And then I found out she was Rob Schneider's daughter mm-hmm. and I was like, what the f- Really? Yeah, right. And the fact that she did all of that without going out saying, and Rob Schneider's daughter, L King, like she, yeah, she was she, very adamant on not using that. Definitely. She definitely didn't. And she didn't like when people would like try to say that was a crutch. And she's like, I didn't, I would like never even or she people would bring it up unnecessarily and be like why are we talking about this like you know i'm doing music he's an actor there's no correlation here let's yeah i i I think it's i think it's super cool very honorable yeah but she and she's a hell of a talent she's great so and i love her attitude you know a lot of like daddy's dogs and you know it's just being genuinely me and she was a great example of that you know when i was on the road of like that is (laughs) El King is El King. That's who you get, you know, love it or, you know, not. whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, more people tend to love that than, you know, the fake kind of, I'm going to put the face on and, 
you know, say everything's kosher and, you know, lovey-dovey and all good. And because uh, that's, not, that's not life. It's not sustainable. No, I, I, it's hard, though. Yeah. It's hard to keep it that real sometimes. Oh, for sure. You know, it's hard to be vulnerable, especially at that level. Oh, man. For sure. Yeah. You do a really good job of that, though. Thank I think you. you. I think you. I think that's one of the things about you that's just like this. This is who he is. It's what yeah. he does. And I know I'm never, you know, <clears throat> right all the time and open to talking about things or through things with people if they have a problem with it and with me and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I'm just I'm a I can be fiery and like intense for sure, um, but you're pretty laid back. I try to be. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm sure my. A lot of my employees would say differently, but well, they get the other, uh, they get the business side. There's that side of everybody. I think, I think people would say the same thing about me. Yeah, honestly, like, oh, that guy's intense. Like, yeah, I need, I need shit to get done. Yeah, and, you know, that's it's tough being a manager of of being a manager and totally and in, in, in general or an owner or just somebody who's leading a bunch of people because. There's not a path. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look what everybody else is doing and try and follow other people, but if you want to be a true innovator and a leader, which I believe you are, thank you. You're doing something that nobody else is doing, and you kind of don't give a shit. Like this is just what we're doing, mm-hmm. and I love that. Like that's a difficult job. It is. It is. It's. it's there's no barometer. You can't look to the side and go, "What's the other d- uh, dog yeah. company doing that's yeah. outlandish and kind of just does whatever they want and posts and you know." basically naked in a, in a the background of roses, you know, yeah. like a la... Um, there's going to be good art on the wall this weekend, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's great art. <laughs> yeah, I really want to see it. <laughs> I wish it was open Sunday night. Uh, I'd be like, let's go for like, right? the Super Bowl. Come on. My uh, media guy, Jason, he's like, I didn't think this job would entail me taking so many photos of you without clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need an OnlyFans photographer, bro. Yeah, so this is for the date night? You're going to have these on the wall? Yeah. Yeah, so the first thing we did was the American Beauty one. And, like, everyone just thought it was American hilarious. Beauty, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it was and so we brilliant. Like blew it up and did these big framed posters. And so then I start, we decided, well, if we win again, we're just going to, like, go with another movie and do another theme on this. And So then I just, we took a bunch of pictures of, like, sexy movie covers or like sexy like iconic pictures from different movies or tv shows and so if you have one after the the event you don't know what to do with i will put one up here in the studio (laughs) perfect we're on the other side of the other side right there i've got a space that's i need to find like a poster yeah something to put there if you have one that you want to sign for me perfect i can do that i will put it on the wall in here in the studio it'd be awesome people walking like what is that like well, that's Sean, yeah, big daddy. daddy. There, he's daddy. He's on there, dude. It'd be awesome. Totally, I can make that happen for sure. Well, hopefully, people learn something about Valentine's Day. If not, they just get to listen to two dudes talk for an hour. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I had fun. We miss Caroline though. Yeah, I hope she's feeling better. She has a lot. She has a lot of um, fun uh, takes and a different take sometimes than me, and I, I love that. We miss you, Caroline. If you're listening or watching. We would uh, also like to say, uh, I was looking over at the Nashville scene. I was looking at just some things in the articles. My sister, I want to give a shout out to my sister because my sister has started a non-alcoholic 
bottle shop. Oh, awesome. So it's called Killjoy. Okay. And which is, I think, an amazing name. Great name. Killjoy is the non-alcoholic mm-hmm. bottle shop. And it is uh, over there by the loading dock. I don't know what that building is called, but it's off Wedgwood. Kind yeah. of that old Apple store you would always, mm-hmm. like, the Mac store, which yeah. was right. It's right behind that. Yeah. Over right off 65. <clears throat> she did a couple of pop-ups in uh, the month of January, dry January pop-ups. But she's been sober for a few years, and she has started a non-alcoholic. I think it opens in March. Heck but yeah. Margaret Lippman wrote a really nice little piece about it. And she was on Channel 5. She was on local channels. She's been all over the place talking about this. And it's going to be a, a really cool bottle shop that's curated to people who don't drink alcohol. But it's all kinds of, you know, they're going to feature Naked Lady products, which is the um, Dara Spirits Company of Louisville, who actually okay. buys real tequila, real gin, and real bourbon and extracts the alcohol. Wow. So you're left with the actual essence of the actual liquor. And it's not, I mean, it's not fantastic by itself, but when you mix it with a drink and the tequila, you can drink margarita, a non-alcoholic margarita that tastes dead up like a margarita. Wow. And it's good. Yeah. And for guys like me that can't drink, it's like, ooh, man, I That's remember what great. that tastes like. It's really nice. Yeah. It's a no, fun little experience. It, uh, that is. I've been saying for a little bit that I think a sober bar would do really well here, you know, like a sober shop kind of thing. So that's great. Well, she's. I think she's going to do more pop-ups and kind of make it a more thing. I think they want to do like an actual bar. Okay. But she'll <clears throat> yeah, check her out. Her name is Stephanie Still, but her um, her Instagram is Killjoy Club. Okay. So you can join the Killjoy Club. She also has a group on Facebook called Nashville AF, which is not what you'd think. It's Nashville Alcohol Free. Okay. But I think there's also a play on words there. Yeah. So the Nashville AF group, you can join that group if you are a non-drinker, if you're sober, curious, whatever it is. If you just like to not drink every once in a while and have a clear head in the morning, <clears throat> go follow her. I want to give her a shout out on yeah, the show today. That's great. It's good stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm probably sober 28 days of the month for the most part. You know, I don't drink very often anymore. I just, I can't, uh, I can't recover like I used to. That was my, I just cannot recover. It's like a two or three day thing, even after like two or three beers. Wow. I just like, it just hits me way, way harder than it ever has. So. Well, I think, you know, look, there's a, there's a big sober movement right now. Yeah. It's just kind of cool. I mean, I, I dig it. I think that it has to do with the pandemic and people being out of the pandemic and how much they drink during the pandemic. Yeah. Kind of like, Hey, I felt like shit for three years and I kind of don't want to do that anymore. But also, I think there's a lot of people that are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that the media is giving more coverage. I talk about it all the time. I don't talk about it because I want other people to stop drinking. Um, I don't give a shit if you drink. Like I don't. I have no problem with alcohol. It's yeah. not alcohol's fault that I can't just have one. Mm-hmm. But I think that what I want to do is I want people to hear. Hey, look, I have a, my life got so much better when I stopped drinking. Like my light, like all of these problems I thought that I had. Yeah. We're pretty much all centered around the fact that I like to drink. Mm-hmm. And so when I stopped drinking, a lot all those problems didn't just go away. There's a shit ton of work I had to do. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like I didn't have that crutch and I had to start facing things that were tough on me. And I think a lot of people out there are just kind of going, Man, I'm in a bad place and I alcohol seems to be my go to cure for all the things that ail me and it doesn't cure shit. Totally. If you're just if you can recreationally do it every once in a while and enjoy it and kind of be like, ah, you know, had a few too many, I went out, let my hair down, great. But if you have a bad day and you need to drink because you don't know how to deal with it, yeah. 
then it then it starts to look like hey there's a lot healthier ways to deal with stuff totally. like that that you can deal with and so i like talking about like hearing people say i'm a happy dude i do all the fun shit i don't go to broadway as it's just a it's a shit show but like i don't i go to hockey games i go to concerts yeah. i go all over yeah. and i have a great time i have and i never miss it at all yeah no i like i said i don't i don't really my crutch is definitely the greeny instead yeah. of you know that's definitely my thing that I've probably less healthier on than I definitely should be. Which on that front, if you want to laugh and you want to smile today, go check out on YouTube the MacIver. Oh, yes, please do. Episodes from uh, Sean over here. He does this thing called, is it MacIver Mondays? Mondays. And I just try to make a smoking utensil out of whatever I can find. <laughs> Like, we have a watermelon and some weed. Yeah. Let's make Let's a go. pipe. And then they figure out, they McIver how to make a pipe yep. out of a, or out of a, what did you call it? We a did a pipe? watermelon. Yeah. It was a pipe, bong, whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. I've done gourds. I've done pumpkins. I did, uh, we did a gravity bong out of a 40. So I just cut the bottom of the 40. A glass 40? Yeah. Was, nice. We did like a science experiment. I wore a lab coat. And I did the thing where you like light the string on fire after it's dipped in alcohol and then like plunge it into cold water and it like cracks. Really? Yeah. Have you never done that? No, I always just use two liters or like a gallon jug. Oh, yeah. You take a milk sure. jug and cut the bottom out yep. and you get the bathtub and fill the bathtub exactly. up and then you. Yep. That's the, that, that's, that's the OG way. Look, I've done like three foot you know, bongs and this yeah. and this. I've smoked my weight in marijuana a few times. But back in the nothing hit you like in being in Panama City <laughs> and filling that bathtub up with a with a gallon. Yeah. And man, you fill that gallon up and then you just drop it and it just shoots you oh, oh that's a boot to the head. That is a, a boot, boot to the that head. That is a thirty minute coughing spree. Yeah. Oh for like sure. what just happened? Boot to the head though, for sure. Yeah. I think I like the first time I did it. I hadn't done it in so long, and I, like, did it wrong and plunged too much and then sucked up a bunch of water and was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so gravity bong out of a 40. Yeah. Yeah, so go, go. is it, what's your YouTube page? Is it Daddy's Dogs? Yeah, Daddy's Dogs Nash, I believe. Daddy's Dogs Nash on YouTube. And you can see his MacIver Monday. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's just, we just have fun with it. You know, we've got our little YouTube series and our YouTube show, which is cool. Kind of gives a little bit of a behind the scenes of what is going on, our events, and you know, this year we're focusing a ton on festivals and growth. Um, you know, we just opened over in Gatlinburg. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations! Over. Thank you very much. We've got plans. I mean, if all goes well, we're gonna. This is gonna be a very busy year for expansion for us. You so. see, you're looking at Vegas. Not Vegas. Um, we're doing another one in Gatlinburg. Um, Probably Knoxville, and then some stuff around the Nashville area, too, that I can't talk about too much mm -hmm. yet. Just waiting to put pen to paper before I get everyone excited. I hear you. Yeah. Well, let me know when that happens. I'd be happy to announce it here. Heck, yeah. I will, uh, I'll definitely let you know. Hopefully we know soon. All right, lovers. Hope that you all out there have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Thank you, Sean, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me in. Filling in while Caroline is out. And uh, hopefully we can have her back in next week. Next week, I will do one last plug. Brandon's book club. I have a book club. There's okay. like four people in the book club. 
but I would love to have as many people as I would like as, that, that want to join. Yeah. Uh, the kind of the genesis of this was I read a book with both GMs and the owner. We have like this this little book club inside my restaurant okay. where we find a book, we read it, and then we spend some time discussing it. And what can we apply to the restaurant? Yeah. All these good things. So one of the books I recently read was called The um, Unreasonable Hospitality which by a guy named Will Gadara, who was the owner at 11 Madison Park. And that is our book club pick of the month. And so this coming Thursday, uh, which is the 16th at 9 a.m., we are going to go live, and we're going to have everybody who read the book is going to come on the show. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to have a live nice. book club conversation. And if you work in the industry, this book changed my life. It really did. Just it's. I think you told me to read this one. It put pen to paper exactly what goes through my brain every day and what we can do. And it motivates you to create a more personalized level of service, which is amazing. I'll tell you an example. The other day we had this uh, a, a family call and they needed to do an immediate event for a celebration of life. Okay. Can't plan those out a long ways yeah. in advance, right? That somebody dies and like, oh, we got to do something. So we had 39 people coming into Maribel and she had all these special requests. The woman's will said that she wanted everybody to wear pink at the funeral. And so everybody had to wear pink. And so I heard this and I went, well, we all need to be in pink too. Right? I mean, that's a, that's, I mean, we can just serve them and hey, they're in pink. But like, what if we all got in pink and then we showed up to the restaurant to do this celebration of life? We're all wearing pink also. And so I did that. I went out and I bought shirts and servers were wearing pink, managers were wearing pink. And the people were just like. Next level. Dude, what? what like well we're here with you like we're, we're part of this thing we're part of your family and it's identifying these tiny little personalized things that you can do for individual guests mm -hmm. to make them feel seen and make them feel special it's all this dude does and it's really a brilliant kind of a study and personalized service yeah and I mean, so we're going to be talking about that next thursday on the show you are welcome to join us. Anybody out there who has read the book, just go to the Facebook page. I have a group on Facebook called Brandon's Book Club. And if you join the group, I will accept your invitation. And then you can then join the show. So you can just click on the link and then you can come on and give us your thoughts about it. Whether you loved it, whether you hated it, or you thought it was repetitive, whatever it is. We're just getting out there. I, what I want to do is I want to bring some accountability to people to like actually get out there and read some books mm -hmm. and and. Let's talk about it. I'd love to hear different perspectives. Yeah, I'm a terrible reader. I, need I to, listen to them. I need to listen. I, I listen drive. to books. Now that we got our spot in Gatlinburg. Did I'm you get a car? A little bit more. I still haven't got a car, but I'm using our vans. I probably won't get a car, honestly. I have just am. I thought you were, like, in the market. I was, and then I, like, waited so long that, like, it's going to get sunny again, and I'm just going to get back on my scooter, and then I'm going to be like, I don't need a car. Fuck it. And, uh, I need a scooter. I want to be part of your scooter gang so bad. I can't even tell you how bad I want to be part of like a, a scooter, like a moped gang. Oh, it's oh, so much fun. It's it's changed, hundred percent changed my life. I mean, the, one of the the guy who I met, one of them in it is the guy who gave me the idea for Daddy Stocks. Really? Yeah. And so, like, without you know being in that, I wouldn't be here probably. Do you guys? Do you have like a bunch of people together that like go out riding together? Yeah, for sure. I mean, in Seattle, I had a lot more. Um, but I just end up converting friends and like, they see me like, show up to everything on scoot and like have so much fun doing it. And I'm always Can like, you, you, any road, how fast does your scooter go? Um, well, I've got one that goes 70 and I've got one that goes like 55. So you can go any back road in town. Yeah. Like any major, you can drive down here Boulevard. Yeah. I mean, I rode anywhere. from 
Jacksonville, Florida to Seattle. Yeah, you can go anywhere. You can go anywhere. Yeah, you don't. Well, the one that has 70, you can. But you went all, all like side roads? We did all side roads on a 125. And we, you know, our average speed was 47. Top speed was 64. And you probably get like, what, 80 miles to the gallon on those things? Yeah, about. Wow. Yeah, I get about 100 miles to the tank. The tank's about 1.2, 1.3 gallons. <laughs> it's a nice fill up. Yeah. It's $7. Yeah. It's it's the best. And, and you just like, it's always an adventure wherever you're driving. Because you always have to think about that. Like, I can't take the freeway. I got to take a back road. And then it's just fun. You can't really be like pissed off unless you're in the rain. Like, that's a bummer. But like, just going and just, you know, it's always puts a smile on my face. See, I drive down like Sneed Road to Hillsborough Road. Then I go either all the way down Hillsborough to Green Hills or I go to like Brentwood mm-hmm. or all the, way, all the way down to the studio down Green Hill, down Hillsborough. Like, I'm never on the interstate. Like, yeah. Never. Yeah. Get a scoop. Get a little 125, Yamaha Zuma. That's like the bulletproof. I mean, we rode eight of them across the country. All right, I'm going to start looking. My wife's listening to this right now. And she, I, I tell She's you, my like, wife is not. listening to this right now going, you are out of your freaking mind. <laughs> She's like, there's no way. Good You're way. not buying a scooter. Stop it's it. The best. It's Honey, the best. Honey, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. Maybe we'll get one that we'll, we'll like wrap it with Nashville restaurant radio stuff. Yeah. Promo in our S- bike. Throw stickers out while you're going. Yeah, it's a write-off. <laughs> you're the, you're going where I'm going. <laughs> exactly. Do I have to do this. Bike. I have to do this because like promotion. We're gonna be in another tax bracket if I don't spend <laughs> this money. You know? <laughs> I need these expenses this year. Expenses. <laughs> it is tax season, so uh, I'm looking for a. Um, uh, a CPA, if you're out there and you're a CPA or an accountant, call me. I need, I need some help. I wish mine was taking new clients. Yeah, she's I, great. I she's need from somebody. California, but she's that's great. A, that's not a bad thing. No, I mean, we're, yeah. We <laughs> she's just, from California, but, I mean, she's okay anyway. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> a lot of people want local. I want local. And, uh, but. Does she do. live in California? Yeah. Oh, so she's in California. She's in California. Okay. She, uh, uh, you know, works with a lot of bands and stuff. And then we, we poached her from that and. By the way, my wife is listening, and she just put the laughing emoji on the thing. <laughs> she said, yeah, you're not getting a bike. <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> Freeze the accounts. She's like, nope, not doing it, hon. How many, they're not that expensive, are they? No. A couple grand? 1500 bucks. 1500 bucks? Yeah, I mean, Honey. for a used one, 2500 for a, 2500 three grand for a new one. Oh, that's even cheaper than the, the jacuzzi that I want. A lot more fun than a jacuzzi, even though I do have a hot tub tattoo. Like, <laughs> bad. how many <laughs> tattoos do you have? Uh, I don't know. Most like nine out of ten of them are all jokes. I think I've got. Let me see. I've got a hot dog. I've got the rooster from Robin Hood. Um, this turtle thing I got when I was Robin Hood, like Men in Tights. No, like, like the, the Disney version. The dis. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm like, what is that? Like, because I know that he. Those hot shots or something. Oh, where he pulled yeah, out yeah. the chicken on the the arrow. I was yeah. like, "Is that the chicken from Hot Shots?" No, no or a lot. I get Rockadoodle a lot, but it's well, he's playing like a he's a liar, a lute, a lute, a lute. Yeah. Okay. It's so like you guys can kind of see guitar. it if you here. There it is. What you guys guitar. see? It? There you go. If you're on YouTube, you can see this. It's faded a bit, but it's all right. And then you have Grace on your arm. You got Grace, Love and Grace. You got that one. 
I was in a different point in my life, but it's still a good reminder. It's still there. Yeah, it's still <laughs> there. Go away. I've got some on my legs and stuff too, and my chest. If you want to see more, you need to go to the date night with Daddy. Yeah, you'll see be on a lot the, of them. You'll the see a lot of pictures. them. Pictures. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening out there. This was a lot of fun. Thank you again, Sean. Big Daddy Porter. Does it make you feel weird when people say it like that? No. I'm used, used to it, to it now. now. Used to it now. Yeah. Every, my favorite is always when people are like, I'm not going to call you daddy. And then five minutes, I'm just like, well, you know, just wait. And five minutes later, it's like, hey, daddy. Uh. <laughs> I want one of the, is that, so let me tell you, is that hat one of a kind? No, no, we sell these at the shop. Sell those at the shop? Yeah, 25, no, I'm under, under cut there. I think it's 30 now. Inflation. Inflation. 30 bucks for, for the sure. hat. And, uh. No, these are like our spoof of kind of the Nash ones. That, oh yeah, and I was like, "Oh, we got to do Daddy. Let's go." Yeah, I think I need one of those. I got, I've got some hats that I'm collecting up Sweet. here. I need one for the studio. I'll bring. And I'll one. buy it. I'll buy it. I want to buy you. it, but like, I, I it's, a, it's a badass hat. Thanks. All right, go check out Daddy's date night. Go have fun out there on Valentine's Day. If you're a server, bless you. Hope you make a ton of money. If you're a bartender, if you're a manager, all the people were with you on this crazy next five days, four days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, because it's Friday five, today. Yeah. So we'll put this out tomorrow. It'll cool. be fun. Also, check out our new, I've got more plugs. I just, my brain just keeps working. We're doing a pop-up podcast series right now with Mikey Corona and Brian Riggenbach from okay. uh, The Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. It is called Heart to Heart. And they are taking, they've got three interviews with three couples who work in the industry, and they're just talking about life in the industry and mm. kind of love stories and the whole thing. Very apropos for Valentine's Month. Yeah. Is there just hard to heart? H A R D, hard to heart. Because it is hard to heart sometimes. Yeah. It difficult. is. It can be. So that episode will come out the next, we just put one out today with uh, Adam and Zach, who own Mystic Picnic in Springfield. And then he's got two more episodes, one next Friday and the next Friday, and we'll reveal what they are as they come along and who the guests are. So stay tuned. We've got a bunch of, uh, we got a pop-up podcast happening and uh, the Roundup, Brandon's Book Club, lots of interviews coming up. We're going to wish Carolina speedy recovery, and we hope that you guys are being safe out there. We love you guys. Bye. See you.